Hey, hello and welcome to episode one, the very first episode of the Unbreakable Bonds podcast. Y'all, I am, I'm so excited and um, I'm, I'm so glad that we are here, all right? <laughs> um, I'll be remiss if I didn't take a moment to shout out all the people who are already supporting. Um, thank you so much, whether it's subscribing, uh, word of mouth, or encouraging words, I just want you all to know from the bottom of my heart, um, I appreciate you, and I'm receiving uh, the love in this community we're starting to build, all right? Uh, some people who know me are probably a little bit shocked uh, about the step that I'm taking to start this podcast, and uh, that's cool. You know, I think sometimes people think I'm quiet, uh, which I am, you know, that's a little, that's true, uh, but... I'm normally just thinking. Uh, I tend to be an overthinker. I'm a Virgo, and I like long walks on the beach. Um, I like, oh, this is not that platform. My bad. Let me get back. Um, you know what? The thing is, I actually have a little bit to say sometimes. All right? Um, a bit of a warning. My friends will tell you that when I get passionate or on my soapbox, I can sound like I'm trying to preach or something. That is not my intention, so I'm just going to say my bad in advance if it goes that route. In this first episode, and I, and I want to be clear that this first episode might get a little bit like that, uh, because this time I'm all by my lonesome, all right? I'm all by myself. <coughs> now y'all see why I don't sing, but uh, anyway, um, it's me. It's me alone. And that's very intentional, all right? <laughs> um, future episodes will feature guests, but since this episode's topic is bonding with yourself, I thought I'd actually be by myself for this one. You know, and my head is symbolic, so hopefully that means something to you all as well. Um, I want to take a moment to acknowledge that there's a lot of vulnerability that's playing out in this space. And um, I want you all to know that that's part of my process and continuing to enhance the bond with myself and y'all like it's a work in progress right just like any relationship or bond it's gonna take work you know it takes effort uh the goal here is to really get us thinking about the steps that we need to take in order to connect the dots so that we're intentional about seeing how absolutely amazing we are as we navigate a time that i think we can all agree is just crazy as hell, period. You know, um, I think one of the things I want to make really clear is that, you know, in this podcast, I am not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. Um, I don't think I'm going to give you any new information um, as, you know, we're the experts of our own lives. But what I would like to do or hope that I can do is just give a new way to, to think about some things and to really bring some type of awareness and intentionality in our process as we navigate this thing called life. <laughs> um, and so I want to reiterate again that in this moment, you know, we're also working to build community here that normalizes what we're experiencing. And, you know, once again, it's a process, you know, so so bear with me um, in, in this process and Feel free to hoot, holler, yell at me, disagree with me. You know, I hope you agree with me. But, you know, whatever it is, just feel free to do it because 
you know, your um, ability to be able to feel comfortable is what is going to help us build this thing called community. All right. So when I did the intro for this podcast, um, one of the things that I mentioned uh, was this idea that community built you up. And I truly stick by that. You know, I, I want to be very clear that I'm also aware that this isn't the reality for everybody. And that includes myself. You know, the thing is, we might identify with multiple socially constructed communities that can uh, lift us up one minute and then tear us down. And, and, and that happens because we might identify with another community. And I think, you know, we have to be really conscious about thinking of the impact that could that could have on how someone sees themselves intersectionality is real and i do want to talk about that not necessarily today but we can get into that a little later um, in this process of of self-bonding uh so i just want to put that out there um this is a, a reality for a lot of folks and so because of of this you know idea behind community building confidence, community, tearing you down, I started to really think about what role does community play in impacting the value that we see in ourselves, right? Um, I thought, am I worth enough to value myself, you know? And then when we think about that bigger picture, how do we act in value if we don't know our value? So, you know, think about people that we know um, around us, right? Um, And then think about ourselves, And so thinking about those questions, you know, I think being aware of your value is where this whole notion of bonding with yourself can start. That's where we can begin. And after I say that, like now I'm starting to hear y'all talking about, I know my worth. I know my value. I know I I could just hear it in my head. And that's and that's cool. Right. And my response to you is in order to know our value. We have to do a bit of an appraisal, right? And we think about appraisal as an expert value of something. So, you know, let's think about this. Um, What are all the things that we get appraised? You know, we we get jewelry appraised, um, antiques, cars, property and homes and all the other good stuff. And we never talk about self-appraisal. You know what I'm saying? We never talk about it. So. Let me put this into perspective really quick. You know, uh, when I bought my house some years ago, I remember the appraiser coming through and uh, he looked at the outside condition of the house, the inside condition. He looked at the foundation and he was also like super inquisitive. He was really curious about the materials that were used to build the house and the foundation. Like he kept asking those uh, those questions and trying to figure that out. And that's how he was going to determine the value of the house, basically. Um, So I trusted him because he's the expert. Right. Um, and you know, when he told me the value of the house, I trusted what he said. He he had been doing it for a while. So I started to think as I'm thinking about that right now, what happens when we're intentional about using this concept of appraisal on ourselves, right? What does self-appraisal look like? And I want you to remember, this is an expert value of something. And so who's the expert in the case of self-appraisal, right? sometimes I I ask really good questions, right? (laughs) Uh, But it's you, it's us, right? For for myself, it's Q, it's me. 
I'm my own expert when it comes to my life, right? When it comes to my experiences and the parts that are used to build me, right? Just like that house. Those parts that were used to build me simply because, like, I was there, right? I experienced it. You were there. You experienced it. So then I want to ask myself, how did I experience those events that built me, right? And that's tough. How did you experience those events that built you? You know, and I think that leads us to the next part of self-bonding, which is being honest with yourself. You know, now look, you know, it's it's just like that house, right? We can do all kinds of things to make our appearance on the outside look amazing, right? So on the outside, that value can be like it can be high as hell. But then when you look at the inside of that foundation, that can be a whole nother story because y'all that that foundation is our upbringing right it, it's our it's uh how we're reared right it's our childhood it's our trauma and if you're anything like like me um who minimizes your own trauma that can be a little dangerous during the appraisal all right um the thing that the thing that i'm learning is that a lot of us have experienced uh trauma or some type of a traumatic event and I read that somewhere between like you know like 70 and 75 percent of all adults in the United States have experienced um, some type of traumatic event and you know the the mental health practitioner lens in me you know sees the response to it as one thing but it happening to us is a whole nother thing and so keeping that in mind um, in this appraisal process and, and being honest with ourselves, I want to encourage you to do something that I never did, which is name your trauma, accept it as trauma, and understand that on the other side of trauma is resilience, right? And because of that, contrary to what you know one might think in their head, what you might be thinking is that I believe trauma can actually increase our value, right? Um, and, and I and I stand behind that. I do believe that trauma will increase that value in your appraisal process, right? Because resilience is real, right? And we 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 are surviving some of our most traumatic moments and experiences. And when I think about us being honest in this process of bonding with ourselves, think about I, I want y'all to think about Bay, right? When you meet Bay. <laughs> right when y'all start dating you want Bay to be honest with you right so it starts with us being honest with ourselves right and I think that being honest with ourselves could be the difference between accepting what you deserve and accepting what you think you deserve oh wait a minute come on now that was a word <laughs> hold on let me say that one more time being honest with yourself right it could be the difference between accepting what you deserve and what you think you deserve. My God. And that goes for a relationship, a job, anything else you might want, right? And uh, as I'm saying this, I thought of the Donald Lawrence song, uh, Encourage Yourself. As I minister to you. You know what I'm saying? As I, as I minister to you, I minister to myself. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> this is stuff that we all need to hear. <laughs> Um, 
But honesty goes a long way, right? Could you imagine uh, living your life as your representative? Think about that for a minute, though. Like, could you? Hell, do you live your life as your representative? And, and y'all know what I'm talking about when I talk about this representative. I know y'all do. It's that, that person that shows up in the way we want people to perceive us, right? So when you go on that first date, when you go on the job interview, right? You want to make a really good first impression. But imagine like building some of your closest relationships as your representative. Did you do that? Hell, do you do that? And, and to be fair, you know, the more I think about it, some of the parts of the representative are true to who we are, but other traits are traits that we picked up along the way that we may have liked or admired, or maybe we just picked it up as a, as a way of protection, right? Or maybe we just saw it work for other people. But the point is, it ain't all true to who we are. You feel me? You know, when I was in college, one of my friends uh, read a spoken word piece and one of the lines still stick with me today. And in the piece, he was saying, um, I'm good at being me, but I'm not good at being myself. Now, you can interpret that how you want to. <laughs> all right. But for me, I interpret it where there's a fine line between who we really are how we present to the world and you know like how we show up right i'm good at being me but i'm not good at being myself and you know i wonder what happens when we um when we take a moment and we're 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 honest and, and we're even vulnerable with ourselves right and when i talk about that i'm talking about like taking a moment to acknowledge the parts that are that are really true to who we are, the parts that we love, the parts that we might think are less desirable, right? What happens when we start to pull those layers back and like and, and like really just, just unpack them, right? And actually do something with the things that we unpack, all right? You know, and, and when I think about unpacking, uh, I just moved. <laughs> and y'all, <clears throat> I just want to be very clear that I hate moving like i hate packing i hate paying the money and i think y'all feel me um <laughs> but uh but anyway i have these three boxes and i've been carrying these boxes with me in every single move since like 2010 and to put that into perspective i think that i've moved what let me see lauderdale northeast I think I moved like six times in the last 10 years. Now, that's a story within itself, but but I digress. Uh, but the boxes have been coming with me and I've literally had no clue what's been in them. I mean, when I tell y'all no clue at all, um, but this time that I was moving, I was getting ready to move into a smaller apartment and it doesn't have a lot of closet space. so. Um, I, I wanted to make sure that I lightened my load so I could get rid of some of these boxes. And so that meant that I had to actually go through these boxes for the first time in probably more than 10 years. <laughs> I, and I know y'all got boxes like that in y'all house, y'all garage or basement, because I'm feeling judged right now as I'm telling y'all this. But uh, <laughs> so uh, I just want to put that out there. But uh, anyway, 
uh, I'm looking through these boxes and I'm finding all kind of stuff, y'all. Like, this is stuff that's been there, like I said, for like the last 10 years that I've been carrying it with me, but I really didn't even need anymore. I ain't need it. And the kicker was that some of the stuff wasn't even mine, right? So, low key, I was a little pissed at myself. <laughs> um, but it was cool. It, it was actually cool to see some of the stuff um, and be reminded of uh, of the past and some of my past experiences. Um, I was able to see it, look at it or whatever it may be, and I literally was just throwing it away. And the more I think about it, those boxes were the physical representation of what I believe we all do, all right? And, and, and vibe with me here, all right? I think that we carry so much shit with us without actually dealing with it that it just comes along everywhere that we go. And yeah, I said shit, we grown and you get it. And just like our shit, our thoughts and emotions and experiences can be heavy and, and gross. And if we just deal with it, we can let the stuff that we don't want to take with us go. Flush it down the toilet. Or we can look at it, we can, we can move it around maybe to another box or container, organize it a little better. Maybe the box is prettier, but the point is we, we can determine like how we take the stuff we decide to take with us and the things we look at and get rid of. But we have to agree that those are the things that make us who, who we are, right? In order to know what's in those boxes, um, it's important to unpack them, right? And I'm learning that bonding with yourself is truly embracing that baggage, right? And I'm talking the good and the bad and the pretty and the not so pretty or the not so cute, right? <laughs> um, we, we all have that power to unpack it. And we have the power to determine if we want to throw it away or keep it and move forward. But we have to unpack the good and the bad because it all adds meaning to our lives, right? Um, and, and it's also important to note that the stuff that I'm taking with me is mine, right? It's mine. And it's so important that while we're in this process, we acknowledge what's ours and, and what's not. So community, what are you carrying with you? Whatever it is, in my opinion, could be blocking your bond with yourself or with somebody else or with something else. And I kind of want to put this in the context a little um, just to make sure I'm making sense, right? So can y'all do something for me real quick? I want y'all to think of a bond, any special bond that you have with someone. Like, So this could be Bay, it could be your bestie, your brother, your sister, um, just a, a, you know, a friend, somebody, but just think about what is it that makes that bond special, right? And so some things that come to mind in this moment, um, I think in, uh, honesty, loyalty, authenticity, you know, maybe we compliment each other. Uh, I'm thinking random acts of kindness exist. We accept each other's uniqueness, uh, we compliment each other. Um, I think I might have said that already, but either way, y'all get the point. <laughs> um, and now I want to ask, 
Have you been able to do those things with yourself? Have you been honest and authentic with yourself, right? Have you been loyal to yourself, you know? Like, when I think of loyalty, I think, like, loyalty is Mike Pence to Donald Trump, right? Like, <laughs> that's loyalty right there. And this ain't a political show, so I ain't gonna go down that rabbit hole, but that's loyalty. Like, that's modern-day loyalty, right? <laughs> Have you taken a moment to compliment yourself, right? Have you been kind to yourself? Have you... Have you accepted and and I and I really mean like really truly accepted the things that make you uh make you unique, right? And I want y'all to really think about this, okay? And I'm and I'm asking this, and this is full, transparent, vulnerable moment. I'm asking this because I know that I haven't until recently. And that was some shit that I had to unpack because they were getting in the way. That stuff was getting in the way. Another moment of transparency, this podcast, this podcast almost didn't happen because of my lack of bonding with myself, right? The the lack of bonding I've been doing with myself. And I want y'all to know that the process of creating uh, this podcast has been therapeutic. You know, one of the things that's that's really got in my way is uh, this thing called imposter syndrome. And I want to give y'all a definition. Let me look that up real quick. The definition of imposter syndrome is this. Imposter syndrome describes feelings of severe inadequacy and self-doubt that can leave people fearing that they will be exposed as fraud, usually in their work lives. It can affect anyone regardless of their success. And hearing that definition, I'm curious to know, have you ever felt that? Right. There are different types um, and we could we could sit up and we can discuss that all day um, and we'll do that later. But I know that mine is this type of it's called the perfectionist. I think it's the perfectionist. And this is the type that says that I have to, like, always give my best performance, you know, it has to be A plus plus 110 percent. So y'all could imagine what this process creating this podcast has been like for me. And I think my Virgo gets in the way too. Um, Virgo, shout out to Virgos. <laughs> um, but I think that gets in the way as well. Um, you know, um, but part of bonding and connecting with myself was like truly like taking that step back and saying, you know what, Q. Who are you trying to impress? Right. We get so caught up in, you know, what other people have going on that we can't look within. We spend so much time, you know, comparing ourselves and our stuff to to other people that we miss out on embracing our own greatness. Like, I can't tell y'all how many um, keynote speeches I did not do that I was asked to do that I didn't do. Um, how many panels I've been asked to be on where I was like, oh, no, um, but I'm going to I know somebody, my homeboy can do it um, or, you know, diff different moments like that because of being afraid or scared of being exposed. Right. And I want to bring some insight to that because my homegirl is a really good singer. I mean, like she could sing her face off. Right. I mean, when I think about her, 
I can't even be clear enough other than to say, like, <clears throat> she she sings down, all right? Down. <laughs> um, and it's like, who are you comparing yourself to? You know, I have another friend who is an educator and, you know, she's mentioned that she was shocked to hear like her new colleagues and her new transition say things like, we're so lucky to have you because she never heard that before. And and as much as she questions if, you know, if they're lucky to have her, look, I don't like I don't question it at all. She's going to be super dope in her new role. Um, so I'm excited to see, you know, how she rocks that out. But um you know, that, that even goes to myself, you know, for me, I, I think that, you know, helping is kind of my thing. The helping field has like been my thing for, for a minute, you know, so education, um, now this, this mental health realm, you know, I really like to do that. And when I found myself, uh, slipping into this trap, um, where I was looking at how other people help people and comparing it to how I do it. Um, you know, I found that, 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 uh, self-doubt, you know, it was setting in and I, I really have to ask myself, you know, um, where does that come from? You know, um, I found myself, you know, reflecting on that and, you know, I could probably think about or tell y'all the story about, uh, my ninth grade English teacher who dimmed my light. Uh, you know, when I went into high school, English was my favorite subject, <laughs> but this teacher in particular would do stuff like tell me that she was surprised when I knew the answers to questions about literature when we were reading in class. Um, I also um, can think back to high school as well um, when I was applying to um, a certain prestigious college um, and was told that I wouldn't get in uh, because my mother was a single parent and we didn't make a lot of money. Um, ha ha to that person because I got in, but we couldn't afford it. <laughs> uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the point is, the point that I'm getting at is that I had to do that work and I had to ask myself some questions in order to unpack some of that stuff that I've been carrying, um, specifically as it relates to my imposter syndrome and all the other good stuff, because it was blocking, it's been blocking that bond, right? Then after all of that, you know what I'm saying? I had to see that the way that I help people, right? The way that I help people is is really unique to me. And and, it, and going back to that whole thing about, you know, being being um, good at being me and not good at being myself, my way of showing up, right? My way of showing up and, and being impactful in the helping field can only be achieved when I am when I'm myself, right? My authentic self, this is my flaws and all, right? Me cannot get the work done the way that myself can. Period. And that's when self-reflection is real, y'all. That's when self-reflection is real, all right? So let me just tell y'all this, okay? <clears throat> the, the world can't wait for, for you to walk in your greatness, Right. We can't let our me get in the way of our real authentic self, because when you are when you're yourself through an unpacked lens, like you start to see that you are awesome. Right. And 
the thing is you won't even you don't need me to tell you that because you'll be able to tell yourself that right there's so many so many of these parts that make us who we are and so i just want to just put out there embrace those parts embrace all of them and that's that's important and i want to sum up what i'm saying um as it relates to self-bonding uh because self-bonding is going to start with self-appraisal right and remember, that's where we determine um, our value while being honest. You can't forget that part. You can't bond with yourself if you ain't honest, period. Like you'll be bonding with your representative. Who wants to do that? Where they do that at? <laughs> uh, I hope that we understand that, you know, Bonding with yourself is accepting that you are a work in progress. We're all a work in progress, right? So appraise that value. Appraise your value so that you know your value, right? Being honest in that process so you don't shortchange yourself. And here, I'm going to put this out there too. Unpack those boxes. I know you got them. <laughs> Unpack those boxes. You know what I'm saying? That baggage that you've been carrying with every move that you make. You know what I'm saying? It's time to lighten that load. The process is so hard. Um, and it, and it's, it's really hard work. So don't forget to do some self-care along the way. All right. Um, one of my colleagues. Uh, oh, my God. He's so dope. He said that uh, we all have um, we all got minds, emotions and bodies. So it's important to recognize how much we how much we use them and make sure that they all stay balanced. So make sure that your mind, your emotion and bodies all stay balanced and you have to take care of the part that's drained. And I want to be really clear that self-care is anything that leaves you feeling nourished. All right. Um, self-care is going to address your needs and it's going to build you back up. So reading a book taking a bath, giving yourself a facial. Like my cousin really likes to give herself facials, um, sleep. Um, even if it's sitting in the car for a little bit outside before you go in the house, um, after a long day. Um, but whatever it is, right. Self-care is not selfish period. Woo, man. So, so breathe and do all that other good stuff. All right. Are you ready to bond with yourself? When you do the work, just like any relationship or bond, the bond with yourself can be unbreakable. So let's connect the dots and do the work. And we'll chat next time. I appreciate you all for listening.